Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. This one is another fun one because we are going to be asking questions back and forth to each other. So we have done an episode like this before. You can go back and look at episode 16, 10 questions to ask your spouse that spark curiosity. We are going to be doing something similar to that today. I have prepared five questions. John has prepared five questions and mine are kind of all over the place. Some of them are deep and some of them are just like kind of there. Um, so I'm going to be excited to see what you have written down. So the whole point of us doing these episodes, and we'll do them every every once in a while, uh, is for you to do these questions with your significant other and the people that you love in your life as a way to really just spark really great conversations. So you can take a look at all the questions we're going to be asking down in the show notes and fire away with those you love. I, I like them because like then you get to know us a little bit more and just oh, random things about us. So yes, like in that episode 16, I talked about how I met Zach Efron. So if you have yes. not, <laughs> I and think that's why it has him. so many views. And yep. Stop. We don't need to talk about how I pet him. That's still so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to kick us off? Sure. Okay. What is one thing in the past five years that has had the greatest effect on you? Okay. So in the past five years, we um, have had kids. Yeah. So I think that's like an obvious number one that has had the biggest impact on us and becoming a mom and uh, me becoming a mom and just all the different things that entail with that. I think the other thing, and I know there are other people who are in the same boat, but uh, 2020, like when COVID hit, Mm. I think our life kind of got shaken completely upside down. Um, A lot of things changed for us in 2020 which was such a blessing and it was hard in the season. We brought home Penny right at the beginning of it. And then uh, we moved out of our house and bought our own house. But then I like switched a huge trajectory of what my career was going to be for the longest time. So it's, I think that's probably one of the most defining moments in the last five years is yes, becoming a mom and also just what the pandemic really allowed us to kind of just see things differently and put priorities in order. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know there are other people that COVID just changed everything for them. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go a different way of like, Oh my gosh, really? What did you think I was going to say? I thought like personal growth or like maybe moving into like the marketing industry so that like you kind of changed your whole career path. I said that. Did you? Are you listening to me? No. And then I thought (gasps) like personal growth was, um, You're not listening. I literally said that. You did. You said parenting. And then I said 2020 because of a huge career change. Oh, I heard pandemic and parenting. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I thought, I thought what else you would say would be coach school that like we yeah. went through the process of getting certified so that like that helped us grow personally, but then that helped us like how to come up with these questions in mm-hmm. the first place. What about you? What has it been the biggest thing? Yeah. I mean, parenting, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Coach school. Um, stay, being a stay-at-home dad. That happened in the last year, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite holiday treat? Holiday treat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I'm really enjoying these caramel chocolate sea salt sea salt oh, caramel. Oh, you really like those that much? Yeah. Ooh, but go to obviously is Stroop waffles. Oh, I didn't realize those. Okay, so now I need to know a top three ranking because where do Reese's trees fall in this? Oh, <laughs> we are now post. We're all post holiday most things, and yeah. we just are munching on all the leftover. Yeah, stuff. there's a lot of sugar in this, this house. There's and it's so much sugar in this house. Not healthy. And it keeps coming in. I know. I keep buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her the dad look. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I love Reese's holiday trees or Reese's any shape. Pumpkin eggs. Yeah. So that's always a classic go-to. Mm-hmm. And I like. I had re- just run out of pumpkins. Yes. From the Halloween season to buy trees. Carrie bought me trees to put in my stocking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like. I really like Reese's. Um, and then the Stroop waffles are really good. Honestly, I don't really like the caramels. They're just they're good. Oh, okay. That's why I was shocked because I didn't think. Well, they that was the first that thing high. that came okay, to mind. So it. I'm like, oh, I guess I can mention them. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, your question. What is your go-to outfit? <laughs> you did ask me this before. So my go-to outfit, <laughs> sometimes it hasn't changed <laughs> since I was in high school. Um, I wear my go-to outfit like that I love is I have this pair of old navy jeans that are distressed. And I've worn them so much that the back pocket is broken. Like I can't put my phone in because there's a hole. Um, oh, those ones. Those yeah. ones, yeah. Um, maybe I should buy a new pair. Nah. Uh, it wouldn't be your go-to anymore. Oh, I'd buy the same exact pair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like a t-shirt, like a graphic tee or a v-neck. And then my go-to right now has just been my black and white buffalo plaid that I have. And that's like my go-to outfit right now. You do with like that shirt. a pair of tennis shoes. Yeah, with like a v-neck under it yeah. or a white shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been my go-to lately. I could see that. Mm-hmm. You've been wearing that a lot often. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. What is a dream of yours? A dream of mm-hmm. like something I could do? You can get as deep or as shallow as you want with this. Um, I mean, like a cruise would be fun. Okay. Um, it's a little shallow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's mostly trips, like oriented. Okay. So like... Mm-hmm. Be, go to Europe with you and with the kids yeah. because, like, that's part of who I am, and I mm-hmm. like would like to share that with, um, with those closest to me. Mm-hmm. And we just had friends that went to Denmark and Sweden, and they said they had a really great time. So I'm like, I want to go to Denmark <laughs> and Sweden. That sounds like phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know what else. Anything deeper? Anything deeper? Well, I mean obviously like any christian i aspire to be more like jesus in every day of my life and so hopefully come 10 15 20 i'm 20 years i am more like jesus in every aspect of my life not just like spiritually mm-hmm. and then like yeah and so like be, be able being able to i think for me like how do you look like jesus looks different for each person so for me it would be more as a pastoral role and so um shepherding people help form people uh, through spiritual formation that's my big heart that's what i love um and then also just like counseling uh, like people that are in need that need a listening ear Mm -hmm. that that's my that's my um 
That's how I care, I guess, which is called the care pastor in Archer. Okay, take it away with the next question. What was the best vacation you ever took? Obviously, there's a theme here. (laughs) Yeah, which is really surprising to me that all of yours are like (laughs) trip-oriented, which is so not normally you. Have have I evolved you into being someone who's more trip-oriented? No, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's because I'm constantly at home. And so Mm. to be outside of the house for any period of time is something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Hmm. That is a growth area for you. Yeah. That is awesome. Best vacation I ever took. Um, I don't know if this is like necessarily the best one. It's hard for me to rank the best. Um, my family has traveled a lot. I, I think I've mentioned this. I don't think there's ever been a year that I haven't been on an airplane, like even through COVID. Um, just because this is how we, my family lives out of state. Um, and, just being able to travel was something that my family really prioritized. Hence why we prioritize it. Um, one of the most memorable trips we ever took was we went to the Miss America pageant in Las Vegas. Spur the moment. This is the time I made a slideshow, a PowerPoint presentation to convince my parents of why we needed to go. How many times have you done that in your life? (laughs) Okay, there's a different question because is it how many times have I done it and been successful or how many times have I just done it? Yes. Okay, I've done it a lot more than been successful. Let me say that. That did not become an every time I made a PowerPoint presentation, my parents said yes. Absolutely not. This is the only time I just really remember it, which is probably where this like whole travel side of me really came out because... I needed to have all the facts and figures gathered in order to present it to my parents. Mm. It couldn't just be this like lofty idea. That makes sense. And so now that's what you always do of like... Even with you. Right. And so like, (laughs) we're like, on Monday, we're going to go do this. On Tuesday, we're going to go do this. And I'm like, I just want a vacation. (laughs) Like vacation for me means like extended rest time. Sounds awful. So why are you scheduling my life out? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um so within like a month of this PowerPoint being created, well, uh, okay, back up. It was probably two weeks because the Miss America pageant was right after Christmas. So I remember coming off the Christmas high and being like, I need, I want to go to Miss America. And that ended up the, being the year that Miss Wisconsin, Laura Kepler from Kenosha, Wisconsin, won Miss Wisconsin, Miss Wisconsin won Miss America in Las Vegas. And we have family who live in outside of Las Vegas. So we were visiting them as well. And it was just this like spur of the moment, like crazy weekend where I I just had a blast. Like it was something that I felt like my parents said yes for me because I was in pageants at the time and I was a uh, reigning queen and I went with another sister queen of mine. And it was just one of those things that I like will never forget. Didn't uh, Miss Wisconsin win again this year yes miss wisconsin uh from i don't remember where she's from but yes miss wisconsin just won miss america again this year okay so they they've only won three times and i was at the second one so 1973 2012 and 2023 oh my gosh i went in 2012 that was 10 years ago yeah i remember this trip like the back of my head back of my Mm. hand it was one of the greatest trips ever held annually in Oshkosh. Yes, I have been to the Miss Wisconsin pageant before. What is a trait you got from your parents 
that you were thankful for? A trait from my parents. Um, cleanliness. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that. My parents taught me how to clean, how to be on top of like chores. Oh, and like, okay. I thought you meant like hygiene. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, that is so no. awkward and random. No. Um, okay. They, like responsibility. Like responsibility. Housework. How to be res- like, well, just in, in general, to mm-hmm. be a responsible adult of mm-hmm. like, they had very clear expectations of like, okay, these are your chores that you have to do on a weekly basis. doesn't matter when you do it. It just needs to be done for that week. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that taught me growing up into, as an adult, like, that is a very practical skill that carries with you. Mm -hmm. And now I'm really thankful you have it. (laughs) And now it carries into my adulthood of I do all the cleaning in the household. I do the laundry. I do the vacuuming. I do dishes. I do just the general around the house kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And carry it as the cooking because cooking was one of those things they'd my mom tried to teach me. Mm-hmm. I had no interest, so yeah. therefore I never got around to it. Can bake though. Yes, you are the baker and I am the cooker. Yeah, we're still. You are so much better at baking than I am. I have a couple things that I like am good at. It's because you measure everything. Yeah, I don't measure a squat. No, I've been starting to measure more. Good job. My scones, I've been measuring. Oh, and that's it, why they've been turning out so good so recently. Me. <laughs> it doesn't take that much longer. I know. To just measure so, sometimes it out. it's just nice to eyeball. No. My muffins, I've been following more to a recipe now than just eyeballing. Yeah, because that's baking. Yeah. Cooking is more of a like ab lib of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a dash of this in there. I, and like we're baking. five times the amount of garlic. Right. <laughs> like just add garlic. It works. Yes. <laughs> we're like, yeah, baking. It's like you need to go buy mm-hmm. specifically like this is what it requires. Yeah. No, know. thanks. <laughs> so question number four for me. Okay. Would you say you're more of an extrovert or an introvert? I thought there was more to the question. So I have really process this throughout the years when i first took this i was hardcore introvert and now i'm like processing okay introvert extrovert is how do you gain energy Mm -hmm. and i definitely gain energy by being with people like i i know like on youth group nights i will be so exhausted and just so done but the moment i'm like with people i'm like totally jazzed i'm like so excited to be around people and I'm totally fine. So I get very energized. However, if it's like um, a party where there's a lot of people, I don't want to be there because I'm more relational. And I know you're like this too. Yeah. That I'm just more relational. That I'd rather have like a group of smaller, a smaller group of women than, mm. or people rather than 20 of them because that's just too overwhelming. Right. Rather than like saying, okay, are you extroverted? Are you introverted? Mm-hmm. What if we used more of a, a three tiered kind of system? Wow, this is really deep. Of like social, re- relational, or what is the subtypes? Um, Self preservation mm-hmm. of like, okay, when you're social, like you need people in order to feel better about yourself. But if you're relational, it's just one on one. And then the self-preservation is like, do do what's best for me. You know, I got to put me first. Because like you can be kind of that like middle ground of extroverted, mm-hmm. introverted, where like you can, you can get energy both ways. Mm-hmm. And so like 
right? It's like introverted, extroverted. It's not like one or the other. It's kind of like it's a spectrum. And so what if we used like, oh, I'm relational or I'm social or I'm, what's a better way of saying self-preservation of maybe just introverted? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm more relational. Um, My fourth question. Okay. What's something you've never told me? Something I've never told you. Mm-hmm. Like a story? Or a confession. A confession. And I'm going to say this over our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a story that I've never told you before. Okay. I, now I have to think of a story. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Um, Do we need to go off air for you? Because apparently something came to your mind when I asked you what's something you've never told me. And you said not on air. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not going to just confess to you of like, oh, this is where I'm sinning. Oh, no, I don't mean that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like a story I've never told you. Did I tell you about the one in first grade where this girl and I were digging in the sandbox mm-hmm. and we found clay in the sandbox? And this is when we were in Fresno, California. You've to- I've told you that one? Yeah, you have. All right, let me. Th- Do you want me to tell you mine? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> This is a confession. (laughs) Sometimes when I go and get gas, a quick trip. Oh, do you pay inside and get something? You can't pay inside anymore. You can't do that? Oh, yeah. It's only prepay or, yeah. I will put it on the chase, on like our credit card for gas, but then I'll have money left on the script gift card to go Mm. buy food. Cool. So that way it's never seen. Do you really think I look at the credit cards right now? No, you don't. I'm just letting you know. This is my confession of what oh, I do. Sneaky. That's something I've never told you. You know, you throw the, the wrappers away inside our garage. I definitely know that I've been caught because of all the wrappers that I keep in the car. Because then I keep them in my car in hopes that next time I fill up with gas, I will throw them away. And that usually never happens. Or if I'm really good, I'll throw them away in the garbage that's right there. I have hidden them in the outside garbage. What's the point, though? Because I don't want to tell you. What do you think I'm going to say? That when you Carrie, stop doing that. Or I think I'm more likely to say, did you get me anything? And what your response would be. Oh, I would say no. Yeah. Because I go in the morning. Okay, so you don't get me anything. Never. Never. If I was coming home and I picked something up, then yeah, I would definitely message you and be like, hey, do you want this? Going to Starbucks, do you want anything? That's true. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's like in the morning before work. That is something. So what is something that you have never told me? So this one, one time. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's fourth grade. 
<laughs> okay. Or no, it was second or third grade. Okay, either way. Yeah, we were in Fresno at that time. That's okay. why I know what grade I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, not Fresno, sorry. Lorium mm-hmm. up in Michigan. Yeah. And uh, I did, I used my banana as a gun. Mm-hmm. I went pow, pow. Yeah. Towards this kid named Brandon. <laughs> Brandon thought this was hilarious. Okay. And so you continued. No, he did it. Oh. The teacher caught him. Okay. He got a detention. <gasps> and I did not confess oh, that I taught babe. him how to do it. <laughs> did Brandon blame you? Did you uh, say John started it? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And you said, no, I didn't. I, don't, I didn't say you anything. You didn't say anything. <laughs> you froze. You're like, I'm not involved. I'm <laughs> not involved. <laughs> Yeah. If I don't say anything, then I can't be held accountable. Yeah. You could have had it. Would that have been your first detention? Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I've only got one detention in my school, like in in school. I've never gotten one. Yeah, it's because we played truth or dare what? on the recess. I don't think I in noticed. Sixth grade. Yeah, and the reason behind why we got a detention is because truth or dare can get physical, too physical. Well, that's true. Well, right, but they didn't even like question like mm-hmm. what what we were doing. Yeah, and so they kind of just jumped to a conclusion mm-hmm. of like, oh no, you can get too far with that game, mm-hmm. and therefore it's an automatic oh. detention of rather than like having us sit down and say like, okay, what are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. Because if it's like a lighthearted game of truth or dare, right? Like, then there's no harm. Yeah, and so oh, I always crazy. felt it was unfair, but. Most people, when they're in trouble, think it's unfair. Yeah. So. Okay, your last question. Last question. What's one thing that can instantly make your day better? Oh, Recently. No. I, I know this right off the bat. If something, if someone surprises me with something. A gift. A gift. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So like your favorite bunch of crunch or like favorite oh, snack gosh, or something. Yes. Somebody gave me Nerds gummies. The little, mm. the little mini ones. I have them upstairs and I've just been dying to eat them. Um, I'm going to need to buy another box for this trip and flowers is always good. It's, I think this goes back to like when you're talking about in our love languages episode of people going out of their way to like, remember me and think of me and send it to you or like send me something that really just means the world. Mm. That's an easy way for someone to break my day. What about you? Coffee, always coffee. I need, like, good coffee, not just, mm-hmm. like, here's what's left over, cold, gross. Right. Like, yeah, like, a good latte. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoy a good caramel latte. Or just, um, like, a good pour-over or something. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What is the last thing that you bought that you regret? The last thing I bought that I regret. Let me. Are check. you pulling up your Amazon account? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> While you're looking that up, mine happened tonight. Oh, boy. I was so mad. This Campbell's chicken noodle soup. (laughs) I went out of my way to buy our poor, sick boy Campbell's chicken noodle soup in the shape of Paw Patrol characters. And Penny, who came to Target with me, wanted Princess Tiana chicken noodle soup. And guess who decided that they hate chicken noodle soup? Both of them. Both of them. Both yep. of them. I never buy food from Target. Like, I'm like, all to your bust. So this was a, like, splurge. 
to spend like not even four dollars it was so ridiculous on chicken noodle soup for them to not even eat it but man it was some good soup i ate it (laughs) i do regret buying that for them but i wouldn't have known but i do know that they both don't like soup but finn requested i would say some like probably along the lines of like a board game Mm. so like i bought this board game is like from a local um board game store and um I haven't played it yet, and I I don't think it's because I don't wouldn't find it fun. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't have friends to invite over to say like, "Hey, come over and mm-hmm. play this two hour board game with me." Oh, got it. And so I kind of regret that. Of like, mm-hmm. I spent fifty dollars on this board game, and I haven't even played it yet. Okay, well you got time. It is one to four players, so I could play by myself. You're not going to play by yourself. I feel like you need three to four to even make it worth it. But I am not that desperate to play a board game by myself no. for two hours. Mm-mm. So Now you just got to plan a time in 2023. Look at the future is bright. So that's going to wrap us up for this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. We want to thank you so much for listening all the way through. And before you head out, just something super exciting. We are a top 10% ranked podcast officially out of the however millions of podcasts there are. We're in the top 10%. Woohoo! On what platform? No, that's globally. Oh, just any platform? Any platform. Oh, is this where did you get that information then? This is from Listen Notes, which is the most world renowned podcast search database. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That's that's a fun fact. <laughs> when you're in the industry you kinda gotta know this kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, we wanna thank you guys so much for listening and for living living leaving a review over on apple podcast and giving a five-star rating on spotify and apple podcast and with that we will see you guys in the next episode see ya bye thanks for listening to another episode of couples becoming intentional as always if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast you can go ahead and send us an email at jcv house at gmail.com or you can send me a dm over on instagram at carrie daco we'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast and as always if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode feel free to go ahead and send them the link and if you love this content we'd love to be able to hear from you so go ahead and leave us a review over on apple podcast until next time we love you and we appreciate you see you guys bye